Salutations, Traveler, and welcome to the Sea of Stars. You're listening to the premium version of the Sea of Stars. The one where, you know, you pay for it, and then you don't get interrupted by me and my ads, and I feel unwanted and unneeded, and, you know, that's kind of dangerous, because I can cease to exist, but hey, you do you. You know, it's it's your life, I'm not going to tell you how to live it, but think of me, please. So anyway, let's get to it. Close your eyes, listen to the sound of my voice, and you paid your money, so your fee is paid. We find ourselves in a city, not big and not small, all stone buildings and thatch. In the main street of this city is a well-aged elven matron, running for her life as the rain comes pouring down. The pounding rain is thundering off the thatch and terracotta all around you. The dark seems to close in around you. Maybe a magical effect? Your feet slap off the flagstones. Slap, 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 slap! And your breath is becoming more and more labored. Beside you, your trusty familiar flies, keeping pace and calling out directions. You know those that chase you. You know that you have no hope of fighting them. All around you, you hear their taunts. Come on, Izzy. It'd be so much less work if you just stopped. I mean, really. There's no profit in running, Asario. Show some pride, Asariel, and stand and fight! As you run, what are you thinking? She'll be thinking... How did I get myself in this situation? (laughs) How did I end up here? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure what the who's chasing her. So, is this mm. are these people she knows? They are. Maybe. Roll a will save for me, please. Okay, here we go. For your for these will saves, you can add a fifteen, a ten, a three. A one or subtract four from your roll. You can do one of those each time, and there will be things that will take away the higher rolls if you fail to do them. If you, you can, fail to do those things? The DC of your rolls are as follows one is a DC 20, one is a DC 15, one is a DC 30, one is a DC 10, and one is a DC 25. Oh my god. In any specific order. Oh, boy. <laughs> so I can add those numbers, the previous numbers, mm-hmm. just at any time? Yep, you, you pick which one you want to add for. Right now, you are thinking about the people chasing you. Yeah. Okay, so I rolled a 7. I have a plus 5. So, oh, gosh. What if we add 
Give me those numbers again that I can add. 15. Okay. 10. Mm -hmm. 3. 1. And subtract 4. And minus 4. Okay. Um, let's add that 10. Okay. Yeah. What's your total roll? Oh, gosh. That'll be 22. 22. Okay. As you run, you begin to realize they're not chasing you for violence. I mean, that might be in the picture, but that's not why they're doing it. They could have caught you by now. Oh, gosh. Okay. They're chasing you for distraction. It's just something that that piece of shit... Wait, who, is he? who are you thinking about? What was his name? And with that... A lifetime of friends and enemies gets sucked from your mind. Oh, jeez. You approach an intersection. Okay. To your right is the edge of town, an area called the Shifts, which is an interdimensional space where you could flee the city to a different world, though it can be dangerous. Straight in front of you is the docks. You could book passage on a ship and get away clean as long as you get them off off the shore before the uh, people chasing you caught up. To your left is the edge of the city. Uh, this is the part of the city that does not border the shifts, but the wilderness. Hmm. As you approach, you see standing in front of you is... A very familiar vision. Someone you know very well. Roll a wisdom save. Okay. Which one do you want to add to this? I'm going to... Oh, so I do it beforehand. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Alright. I will add the one... Plus one? Yeah. Okay. And wisdom. So I have a 13 then. A 13? Yes. Okay. As you run, approaching this very familiar person, you realize how they were able to do this to you. Because the five, strong as they are, could not break your mind. There's only one person in the world that could. And there she is. You have to find a way to... To what? Who's that girl? You, she looks very familiar. And then she disappears. That's strange. The early part of your life, where you sacrifice so much for this person you loved, gets pulled from your mind. Ooh. Spooky. Now you're having trouble remembering why you're running at all. Mm. Next to you flies your dragon. Uh, your dragon and you don't speak. It can speak, but generally speaking doesn't bother because of your connection. Mm. Um, it shows you an image of it fighting and you running. Strongly urging you to go on. Save yourself. 
If you choose to sacrifice your familiar, you will get your plus 10 back. If you choose to run, you will lose your plus 50. If you choose to run and save your familiar, you will lose your plus 15. Which do you want to do? I will save my familiar because I think at this point it's one of the only things I can be sure of in my mind. Mm. Your familiar fights you. You guys have a very intense and heated argument that if you were speaking would have taken hours. Mm -hmm. But you two are so close that it happens in seconds. In the end, your familiar huffs, runs off, leaves you with, I love you and I will find you. Roll wisdom safe. Oh, I, I need to... Yep, which one do you want to use? All I have left is the three and the negative four. Mm -hmm. So I will do the three. And you, you have also one that is nothing, so you have a zero. Oh, and I have a zero, okay. Yeah, we'll use that three. And then wisdom and... So that'll be a 22. 22. As your familiar flies away, as your familiar flies away, um, you begin to feel the joyful hours spent reading the library, uh, composing songs, playing music, dragged from your mind. But as it's pulled out, you feel your familiar. What is your familiar's name? Frederick. Frederick. You feel Frederick's presence enter your mind one more time and say one power, word of power. No! And those memories flood back in with an iron cage around them and you know they are safe and they are something you can hold on to. Mm. You will remember that Frederick is your familiar, what he looks like, mm -hmm. and we'll be able to take aid from that in what comes next. Okay. Which way are you going to go? I'm going to go toward the woods. The woods. Okay. Uh, you turn towards the woods and start running down that way. Um, the strange people around you are calling more and more, and you're losing more and more of your memory. You're beginning to forget a lot of things. For instance, while you're there, these people are mocking you with calls of you know you, you know you deserve it, Izzy. You know what you did. She trusted you. Roll a wisdom save. Okay, I will use my zero. Okay. Five. <laughs> um. So. Oh, it's a five on the dot. It's a five. <laughs> gotcha. That's one hundred percent all I have. Um. As you run, you remember a young girl who you took in as a child, more or less raised, taught her everything she knows, a girl who had amazing potential, you thought maybe could even surpass you someday if she worked hard enough. And you remember the last moments 
eyes filled with horror and fear and betrayal. And you remember cutting her throat. But you don't know why you did it. Right. So you've used your 10. Yep. What amounts to your 15? Your 1. Did you use your 1 yet? Yeah, the only one I didn't use was my negative 4. Okay. Oh, that's why. You get to the edge of the woods. Mm-hmm. You sit and... You finally run out of energy and you fall to your knees under your hands. And the strangers jump down from the roofs around you. They're not laughing now. They're looking at you coldly and with very little respect. And for the life of you, you can't remember why. Roll wisdom safe. My negative four. So that will be a seven. A seven. As you sit there, as you sit there, kneel there, as if in supplication, all you can think is, can't happen again. I know what they're doing. They're going to make me do it again can't let it happen. I just need to remember. I just need to. And then black. You wake up to the sounds of birds chirping. The morning sun shines warmly through a window high up in the wall. And you can still smell the, the scent of morning dew coming from the other side of the building. You find yourself in a nest of pillows and blankets dressed in clothes you clearly wore the night before. Beside you is a fresh set of clothes neatly folded. You have a slight headache, verging on a bad headache. You feel off. What do you do? Look around, see if there's some water, maybe. There's a glass of water directly next to you. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> this is how we cut the hangover. <laughs> <laughs> no, the <laughs> so she'll clutch her head, drink the water, and look around, see what else she notices. Okay, all around you are bottles and vials. Uh, there's some half-eaten food next to your, your blanket pile. Those set separately enough and on a tray so that it won't get on your, your blanket pile. Um, there are some flowers that seem to have been thrown around there at some point. 
Um, and besides that, the room is pretty sparse. Though, as you look around, you do notice the second blanket pile, from which rises a devastatingly attractive person. What do they look like? <laughs> oh, boy. All right. So, this person is a tall, handsome, elvish, blonde man with striking blue eyes mm. and muscled everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> As he stands up, you see that he is completely naked. Um, this seems more of a I sleep naked sort of thing than a sexual thing, but god damn is he hot. <laughs> As he looks over it, he goes, Easy, darling. How are you feeling? You went pretty hard last night. Uh, I, I don't remember. You don't remember? Oh. Can, can, can you refresh my memory? Well, we went out and we picked up some drinks and we picked up some of the dead notes, yeah? And, uh,. You know, we came back, we ate some food, we, you know, settled down, we took our dead notes. So good night. It sounds wonderful. The, those drinks must have been awfully strong. You, you don't, you don't remember the, the night at all? You paid good how, money for those dead how, notes. <laughs> oh, how could I possibly forget you, darling? <laughs> Forget me. What do you mean? Easy. We've we've been roommates for two years. You don't remember? He seems to be a little bit more concerned as he approaches you. As he approaches, he reaches over and puts on what amounts to a loincloth that appears to be all he wears. Um, and he walks over to you and looks in your eyes. Look at look at me, Easy. Please look at me. What do you do? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> If you say so. <laughs> and I'll look at him, and I I'll, it will feel like a test for a minute mm -hmm. of resolve. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I will try to gauge how well he knows me. It seems like quite well. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have you roll a perception check. Okay. Perception. Oh man, I can't find it. It's just like at the top, and I'm missing it. There it is. Oh man, I am rolling rocks tonight. Eight. Eight. Um. Oh no. <laughs> this person seems to know you incredibly well, and you trust that he has your best intention, or your best interests at heart. Okay, I will let down my guard a bit then. For the record, that was the first net 20 of the, uh, the campaign. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> we did it! We rolled one <laughs> collectively. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay, so um, 
I will... I'll tell him. Darling, I don't remember a thing. I... I, I can... I'm struggling to remember so many things. Nah. I had the most what? horrible dream. What is your name? Do you know your name? Do you know my name? It's Aria. It's Aria. But I don't, I don't remember yours. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's Aria. Um, he breathes in heavily and he... Looks I, I'll he try goes, and comfort him. I'm, I'm sorry. He goes, no, no, no. They, that shit, he... It's supposed to be high-grade shit, not contaminated at all. What was I dosed with? No, it was dead notes. Uh, roll for alchemy. Okay. I should be able to do this. Mm -hmm. Okay. Alchemy. Ah! 20! Yes! 26. <laughs> okay. Success. Dead notes are <laughs> a alchemical compound that is created using uh, currency that has expired. Now, currency in this world is uh, basically your experiences magically sealed to a piece of paper, like like a dollar bill. Um, those over time, if they're not exchanged will lose potency, and eventually they will become what is called a dead note, which is a note that has the story in it, but doesn't have the renown, the power. Oh. Now, these are essentially useless. Mm-hmm. Except if you know the alchemical formula to extract the story, which then you can drink and experience. Huh. Now, with dead note, which is the drug, what the drug is called also, they're also called deadies. Um, if you get one that hasn't gone completely dead when someone distilled the memory, it can have adverse effects. Much like a hangover, you will get headaches, you could start throwing up, uh, you could become very sick, um, even die from this. Because essentially someone, else, someone else's life essence is infecting you. It can lead to memory loss. Hmm. However, yeah. you would not forget your entire life yeah how strong it is okay so that is not what is causing this okay so i know i would know, you this. Would know that okay at least i kept some memories <laughs> okay so then i would say to him i i just don't think no, nope, for a re for the record that was yeah. a nat 20 after a nat 20 yeah <laughs> two in a row <laughs> okay so I, I would say to him, I just, I don't think that's it. It's bigger than that. I've, I know these effects of dead no and I, that's not this. No, no, you are mistaken. It, you, you don't, you, you obviously are confused from, from the overdose. It, it's fine. I'll help you. Uh, why don't we go find Gisar and have him explain himself? All right, we can try it. Why don't you roll a perception? Eighteen. 
We won't actually get the chance. Oh, <laughs> it's never good when the DM smiles. Ooh, he is lying to you. <gasps> what? And since that is a critical success, you realize that maybe he was being... You you realize that this man is lying to you mm -hmm. and that he's an excellent actor. Oh. Maybe That's he doesn't so have your best interest at heart. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I. What are, what am I missing? What aren't you telling me? Yes, what am I? Probably a lot. It, if you lost your memory, I can't tell you everything. See, let's just let's go find that dealer, and we'll get it straightened out. I'm sure that he will do something. We'll make it if we need to. He says as he grabs something off a table, which is a sheathed uh, cutlass, and throws it over his back. All right, but I need to get myself together first. I cannot go into public like this. He was very well. And he stands there very blatantly just staying there watching you as you're about to get changed. May I have a moment yes. to myself? I hope you get your memories back soon. And then he turns and walks away. Uh, it's, it's a one room, so basically he just goes and faces the wall. <laughs> Okay, so I, I want to look around and see if there's anything that I could use potentially as a weapon if things go poorly. Uh, roll a perception check. Okay. That will be a, an 11. An 11. There's a what looks to be a kitchen knife mm -hmm. uh, on the ground near his side. Um, mm. There's also some like heavy objects. Like There's like a probably break a leg off a chair if you really needed to or something like that yeah um but besides that not much okay so i will get dressed okay. and um i will head toward him kind of softly so maybe in a sneaky way right. i'm going to try to Roll grab stealth. that knife without alerting okay. him but i kind of want to Make it look like I'm just casually walking up to him. Seven. Seven. <laughs> I need new days. As, as you start walking over there, uh, uh, my is going to be harder than that. Yeah. Uh, as, as you start walking over there, he, he turns his head to the side and goes, Easy, you're all done. Yes, I just saw this uh, on the floor. Goes, Why is this here? The, the kitchen knife? Yeah. Because we were sloppy and didn't put it away? Well, I'll bring it with us, and I'll drop it off on the way. All right. I mean, it's your choice. Um, roll a perception check. Okay. So that's 20. 20. What is Asariel's preferred weapon? Her magic, <laughs> mm. but um, uh, she has a bow. She's partial to a bow. Yeah. Um. Uh. So she does more ranged. Um. 
but then she also has a, uh, um, a short sword. A short sword? Yeah. Okay, uh, as you watch, you notice him very, very sneakily. If you weren't watching so, so well, you would have missed it. This was professionally done. Oof. Move a short sword that he was holding in his hand behind his back as he turns to talk to you, and then his hand comes back in front of him. The short sword is gone. Ooh. Oh, what was that? You just slipped behind your back. It was behind my back. What, what is he? Is he I'm sorry. You're beginning I'm to just... worry me. I'm worried myself. I I don't know which way's up right now. Goes, Too I have, much of the dead man, you know. He turns around and very um, intentionally shows off his entire gorgeous body. <laughs> um, and he's still mostly naked, right? <laughs> he has he has uh, essentially a loincloth on, but think of it as like a g-strap loincloth. Like you can very clearly see his incredibly toned butt cheeks. Um, <laughs> It's just basically just, just covering up his junk. But he has nowhere he can hide a short sword. And it's gone. That's wild. Oh, that must have just been my imagination. I'm sorry, dear. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. So anyway. The dealer? Yes, let's go. Okay. Um, as he goes, he picks up a book on the table. I want you to roll one more perception check before we move on. Fifteen. Fifteen. This is the only book in the entire room. Oh, what's that? It's, oh, just just the book I was reading. I know you don't like them. I love books. No, no, you never like books. I, well, I don't know that that's true. He goes, you you must trust me. You you you're not feeling well. Just just trust me, okay, Izzy? All right. Do you say so? Gusari heads out into the morning sun, uh, and you are immediately struck by a wall of sound. This place is lived in. Uh, the place where you are are a lot of like daub uh, and like mud buildings um, built in like the style that you might expect to see uh, in like ancient like Assyria or something like that. They're they're square. They're kind of reddish brown, um, hung with colorful uh, cloths. And stacked on top of each other. You guys are on the bottom floor, but you see that there's a house above you and a house above that. And all of them have ladders and things hanging down to the ground. So that you're basically in a wall. Like, the street is basically like a tunnel of buildings with mm. people in all of them. Along the street is lined with people uh, sitting at various stalls or just lounge areas uh, with cloth stalls everywhere. Um, roll a perception check. Okay. 17. Okay. One thing that you notice 
right away is that people dressed similarly hang out together and do not mix with other people. You and Busari get a lot of odd looks. Um, no, in a city as busy as this, like there are people always around you, like just a crush of people. You guys stand out. You're not dressed particularly crazy. I mean, Gusari is literally just wearing a loincloth, and he gets a lot of looks. <laughs> um, but not so many as to... Um, it's almost as if that sight isn't entirely weird. Uh, and as you go out, you do see a couple of other men dressed similarly uh, who are very clearly soliciting uh, sex for money. Gotcha. Um but you aren't really wearing any particular sort of costume. You're just wearing... What, what are you wearing? Um, I am wearing basic uh, brown trousers and a, a light tunic. Mm-hmm. Um, with I'm picturing maybe a, a tie at the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something very simple and effective and easy. And I, I imagine as she leaves, she's going to put her hair up in a bun mm-hmm. to kind of keep it out of her way. Okay. Yeah. Um... As you wander out, uh, you notice that everyone is almost in costumes here. Um, Everyone's wearing certain color patterns or certain styles of clothes, certain cuts, their hairs in certain ways, where everyone in that group is dressed that way. And none of them are mixing. Mm -hmm. In fact, a lot of times, outside of transacting, like like buying and selling from each other, they're often looking at each other with a lot of distrust. Uh, Busari starts leading you um, away from the house you're in and down towards uh, a very large sea. Uh, In the distance, you see the sea, and around you, you see flickering lights in the sky. Um, A word comes to you as shifts. Dangerous. Then you just see the the sea. as he's leading you, he's kind of talking to you, being like, Yes, yeah, so I was thinking that maybe after we, we get this guy, um, we can go see if we can find some of those kids that were hanging out down by the docks and see if they might be willing to make some mischief for us, you know? What did you have in mind? Well, there's supposed to be a bank transport coming through here. Um, and... I think if we time it right, we might be able to interrupt that a little bit. Um, it's supposed to be holding debts. Why? Why would we do that? You know, well, mess with the bank, obviously. But why? Well, the bank holds debts. That's people's futures. If we can, you know, cause some damage, we can free some people. We can do real good here, Saria. We, we talked about this. I think we need more of a plan. He goes, yeah, of course, but we just need to, we need to get the kids on board first, you know. We'll, we'll see where the day goes. Uh, he continues to lead you down towards the water, um, which is where you, where he seems to be going to find this dealer. Um, as you guys proceed towards the docks, you see a massive building to your left. Uh, it looks like... Um, if you're familiar with like the Dome of the Rock, uh, it's a massive structure with a the fa- the facade of it is all done up in marble 
mm -hmm. um, with like whole sections of like cut jade and things like that yeah. it, making patterns and the roof of it uh, is golden with a clear crystal at the top that is shining light into the sky um, as you walk by it you see uh, Gisari look at the building and spit and continue on and remind me what's that building yes really you don't recognize the Grand Library well, I did forget a lot. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm, I am sorry, Izzy. I don't mean to be gruff. Um, and as you guys are passing through the library, you hear a call. Asario! Oh, I knew I'd find you near the library. A young girl runs up to you. Uh, she gives Gasari kind of a weird look. Gasari turns around. Uh, roll perception. 17. 17. is shocked and scared. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Uh, the girl runs up to you um, and says, oh, Sorry, oh, thank God. You guys have been missing for weeks. Like, where, do, where is she? Uh, did, what are you guys doing here? Do I recognize her? Roll a roll will save. Okay. Twenty. Wait, no. Final answer twenty two. Twenty two. Okay. You recognize her? And you associate her with that face you saw that you last remember. And the only thing you remember about it mm -hmm. is her looking at you betrayed and you cutting her throat. But not this girl. Not obviously. this girl. Yeah, okay. It comes to you that that is her younger sister. Okay. And I'll, I'll say to her, what... What are you doing here? I've, we've been, you guys, you guys went missing on that night. There was all those, there's that rain and everyone was told to stay inside and you guys are gone. I thought that, I know you guys have been doing something that the bank might not like. So I thought maybe they'd taken you. I thought the best place to find you was here. Hmm. And I know that libraries and stuff, that's probably where you'd be if you were safe. So I came to the library. So I, I do. Hmm. I've lost pieces of my memory. She looks shocked, and then she looks over at Gusari. She goes, who are you? And Gusari goes, who are you? Why, why are you bothering my friend? You should go away. No, no. She needs to stay. She goes, Gusario, you, you need to understand. This, this is probably a street urchin. She's trying to take your money. We don't have any. Look no, at me. Do I... I look like I have money on me? <laughs> no, I, I know her. I, I've seen her before. Impossible. How would you know someone I do not know? We've been together. Was it before we like started living together or something? Because we knew each other for like five years before that. Hmm. 
Alec turns to the girl. What's your name again, sweetheart? She goes, Sorry, you don't remember my name? Something has affected my mind. Mm. I'm going to need your help here. She looks at Dusari and goes, Why don't we go to the library? We can talk there. Mm. And Gusari goes, No, we are going to solve a problem. Girl, you need to leave us alone, okay? Isari, I know you think you know her, but it's your mind playing tricks on you. Just just come with me so we can fix this. Well, I don't see a problem with a, a short detour. You hate the library. It, it makes you panic. Why? I, I don't know. It's just always been how you are. Always. Always. I'll turn toward the girl. Where do I live? You... She, she looks at you being like... You, you don't remember the town? You you have built that town. Hmm. So I don't live here. No, you live in Condi. You remember Condi, the, 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 the farm? In, in the library? You built the library there. I think we need to go to the library. He goes, Isaria's like, no, you, you, girl, you need to leave. She is trying to scam you, Isaria. Look, look at me. You, you trust me. Look at me. You can come with me. He goes, fine, let's, let's go. Um, as you guys start heading to the library. Can I intentionally keep him in my sight? Yes. Okay. Um, you... You try and keep him in your sight. So this is going to be a little bit of a dance where you can either ask him outright mm -hmm. to walk in front of you mm -hmm. or try and keep a little bit behind you. Keep him a little bit, keep yourself a little bit behind him. Yeah. I'll say to him, why don't you lead the way? You seem to know what's best here. You know, why don't we have our friend lead the way? I don't like the eye better either. This is a fool's errand, Isario. We need to get you fixed as soon as possible. Please. I'm, I'm working on that. I have to follow this. Fine, if you must, you must. Let's go. Um, he, he, he very clearly presents the way for you to go in front of him. Let's walk together. He goes, all right. He's walking beside you. Um, as you are walking, he goes, you know, it's weird. I haven't seen your familiar adult today. You know, that's true. I remember, I, I remember losing him. Hmm. I mean, he's not hard to lose, but uh, last night you sent him out to get uh, something. Food? Oh, I, I think he was supposed to get you uh, some sort of potion to help with the hangover in the morning. Right. Hmm. And why why do you think he's not back yet? Well, it's hard to find potion. We gave him all our money. <laughs> um, as he's saying this, a black imp with red eyes suddenly lands on your shoulder, carrying a potion. He goes, Mistress! I missed... Ah, 
I, I, I couldn't find you at the house, so I thought you guys wanted it off again, but now you're here, and I'm doing my job. Who are you? Uh, I'm your familiar mistress. I'm sorry, dear, but you are not. No, no, I... He looks at Gusari confused, and he goes, Mistress, I'm Paxis. We've been together for years. Um, I look at the girl. She looks horrified. Yeah. Um, Paxis is not convincing. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to make you roll for that. <laughs> you don't mean to roll for that. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, man. But he is very earnest. He seems very excited by this. You are just the most charming creature I have ever seen. Y- yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can... Yeah. He seems thrilled. <laughs> So here's the potion that uh, Master Gusari asked you to drink, Mistress. Thank you so much. I'm going to save this for when my headache gets worse. Gusari is just very kind of floored. He's like standing there watching the imp. And you can see in his face that he is getting more and more angry. Mm. Um, He is starting to lose control a little bit. Uh, The young girl who hasn't said her name yet... um, is looking at you kind of horrified and she goes is he where's where's frederick listen you do remember a flash yeah of a night of pouring rain and fear danger sending your friend on ahead mm-hmm. yeah um, I'll, so I'll say to her, listen, I need you to go ahead of us. I'll meet you there. I don't, I don't want you to get in the middle of anything. And can I, I'll just give her a wink. <laughs> she looks, uh, give me a diplomacy check. Yeah, that's super big. <laughs> Okay, so let me see. I'm going to roll her a perception to see if she gets it. 18? 18. Okay, so I'm going to say that she needs to beat with her perception a 12. How'd she do? Oh, no. No! It's a net one, everybody. No! Why would I I go up ahead? We're we're almost there. Why don't we just go inside? You're right, but... And also, where's where's Toma? I don't know. You, You lost Toma? I mean, she can take care of herself, but... Jesus... I... Izzy, like that. Where, where was the last place you guys were? You... I've lost so much more than you realize, darling. She looks at you and goes, "She now she narrows her eyes." 
Izzy, can you look in my eyes, please? I do. Uh, she makes some hand signs, uh, and her eyes glow a little bit when she looks. And as she does this, Gusari kind of steps in front of her and goes, Now, look! This is enough. You will not cast magic on my friend. I know you were trying to charm her. I'm not a fool. How does the girl react? She steps back and her hand goes inside of her her cloak to something that's obviously hidden there. How old is this girl? Young. Yeah. Like maybe 12. Spunky. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. (laughs) Listen. You need to go. She goes, Isaria, I'm not going anywhere without Toma. You come back in five minutes and... I need you to listen to me. Sounds like you respect me. Young lady, you need to go. Then we'll find Toma? We will find Toma. I'll, I'll meet you at the library. And she turns around and takes off. Perfect. Um, as she does this, Gusari turns to you. He goes... What body language are you presenting right now? Are you trying to keep um, him from understanding that the, the game is up? Yeah. You are trying to keep him Yeah. Up. Okay, roll deception. Okay. don't think my deception's very high. Oh, it's, it's, it's okay. Oh, but the roll was low. <laughs> so that's going to be a nine. <laughs> he stops and turns to you. And as he does, he goes... You know, Isaria, I had high hopes for this. This assignment was kind of cool. I get to hang out with the famous Isaria and uh, I'll do some good. We were going to help fight the bank here, do some things for some street urchins, make a nice life here. And this body is honestly very nice to wear. But now we're at the second part of my mission. No, I'll ask you this as a kindness, because I like you. Shall we step into someone a little more private so no one gets hurt? No. No? Very well. The cutlass he was wearing on his back... He pulls off and sheathing it. And then he reaches directly into his own chest and pulls out your short sword. So now he's dual wielding. Wild. Roll initiative. Oh no, I'm so screwed. <laughs> oh my god. 19 initiative. 19 initiative. Uh, <laughs> what is your perception bonus? Plus three. Plus three. Okay. Uh, you get to go first. What good it's gonna do me? <laughs> oh gosh, I don't have my familiar. I don't have my weapon. Oh man. Okay. Um, as you uh, as you prepare, the imp on your shoulder mm. looks back and forth and goes, "Um, sorry, this was not the plan. We were supposed to be friends. I have direct order to be friends with Asario." You can be my friend. 
Rolf Palsy. <laughs> uh, twenty. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> um, Something. <laughs> He looks. He looks at you. Goes. See, this is this is not the plan. The, the 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 plan was to make friends and keep her happy here and make sure she doesn't go out and do things. And now she's gonna go out and do things. But we were still told to be her friend. And Yasari just looks at the oven and goes, "You're an idiot. <laughs> you are an idiot." You're right. You should follow orders. I'll say to the imp. <laughs> he goes, See? She agrees. <laughs> A oh. true idiot. And as he's talking, um, roll perception. Okay. See if you can catch that. Nope. Nope. All right. <laughs> um, very well. It's all real. I guess it is time to do this. I'm looking forward to you. A little bit. I mean, I... People in my line of work do like violence. Let's see what you got. Famous Asario. Oh, I am running. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because I have no shot here. <laughs> okay, so where do you want to try and run? You act first. Um, Are you familiar with the action economy of 2E? Uh, a bit? Not entirely. You get three actions. Yes, Those this three I actions know. can be whatever. So if you want to strike, I know three there's times, like a whole can. list of cool like you can do. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I need to look at that a little bit more. But if you are you in Path Builder right now? Yeah. If you look at actions, they're all Is it right there. there. <gasps> Amazing. Okay. With with descriptions and what the skill is based on. This program is awesome. Yep. Fantastic. Okay. Um. So I would like to ooh is there like something where i can mm... what are you trying to do i'm trying to make him no i think i'm just going to bolt and then see what happens um so i am going to use my full run um my full like my all three actions to run okay um, uh, yeah. so that would be using all three actions to stride um and base the room where you are right now. You've been going down a street. You are currently in front of uh, the great library. Um, you guys have been going down an alleyway. Uh, the alleyway has two exits. Uh, there are no windows, uh, but there are the the stonework on either side is a little uneven. You might be able to climb it if you want to. Um, there's also a what looks to be a a stick that's just kind of laying up there for some reason. If you want to roll for why it's there, you can. Um, and on either end, there is a busy street on this side and a large, like, plaza on the other side. Okay, so will it take up an action to observe the stick? And Yes. Okay. I... Um, yes, and that would be a society roll. Um... Hmm. And, I don't want him to get the jump on me. Kusari is standing, blocking the plaza. The plaza is how you would get to the library. Okay. I, I'm i inclined to bolt for the busiest street. Okay. And just go until I can either lose him or find somebody who's going to help me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you take off towards the street, and 
as you start to run, uh, he goes, The famous Asario, a coward. Uh, and as you guys are running, the imp is on your shoulder, just looking back at him, going like, Oh, wow, are we, are we gonna, are we gonna run? And then trap him somewhere or something? I, I heard this really cool story, um, about when you were adventuring before, uh, this is some pe- from some people in the pit, um, where you ran from this ogre, and you made a big hole in the ground, it made the ogre fall in it, and you closed it, and you filled it with water. Are we gonna do that? That's how, that, that sounds super fun. <laughs> Do you have any magic? Uh, yes. Yes, I do. Um, this might be a little bit of a touchy subject. I understand now that we're not faking. Um, I was given the spell list. You're all familiar head. Oh. And I can give you those? That would be wonderful. Okay. Uh, you have access to your spell list. Oh, yes. Okay. We're going to be all right. <laughs> Cool. Okay, so um, the plan has changed then. (laughs) I'm still going to run, but now I just want the element of surprise. Okay. Um, So you burst out into this busy street. Uh, I want you to roll a society check to see how you navigate um, the crush of people. Okay. Uh, 18. Okay. Uh, You do not... Do you not navigate it like a pro? However, you are able to move with the, the flow of people. This is a very busy street. Uh, it's a central thoroughfare uh, through this part of the city where a lot of people are going towards the, the docks. Mm-hmm. And you also see a large group of people heading towards uh, the largest band of the shifts. Um, and then you see farther down there is a break that seems like it might head towards the library. And another heading deeper into town. There are also uh, some alleyways. Okay. However, you do see that the alleyway that you were in seems to be kind of weird. They don't tend to exist. Um, mostly it's just solid balls of houses. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will uh, duck toward the the turn that goes to, toward the library, but I will mm. just wait behind the wall and hopefully... I'll, I'll, I want to make it look like I'm continuing around the corner. Okay. So I'll kind of like double back. Okay, so you're going to... I want him to blast past me. All right, he is going to uh, chase you down. Uh, What is your speed? 30. 30, okay. Um, His is also 30. So you take your full action to run, and then you you hit the the group of people. This counts as difficult terrain to move through it. Mm. Um, You did not beat the check to undifficult terrain it. However, you are not... Restrained by it or unable to move the way you want to move. Okay. His turn. Yay! He hits the uh, he hits the wall of people, and you, as you watch, he starts to get pushed back. He is like fighting. He is a very tall, very large, very strong man. Uh, and as he's moving against the wall of people, he is making a little bit of progress. Uh, but he has been moved back about 10 feet when he first got into it, and now is just now beginning to start moving towards you. Um, go ahead and take your action. Okay, so then how far... Have I have I turned around th- turned that corner yet, or no? Uh, no. Not yet. Do that now. Okay, so how far am I 
Uh, you are currently about 25 feet away from it. Okay, so... And you're about you're about 30 feet from the corner. So I could use my movement and then cast a spell. It would take two actions to get to the corner. Okay. And then you would and cast a spell. And then I'd have spell. one. Yep. So... Uh, just make sure that uh, some of the spells will have yes. two actions on there. Make sure it is a one-action spell. Yes. Okay, so... I will I will take that um, the two actions to run and get around the corner um, and I will cast shield on myself uh, you can, can still cast shield it's not a reaction uh, okay. but I don't think you need to cast it as an action can you read the actual uh, uh, um, language of the spell please yeah so you raise a magical shield of force. Um, this counts as using the raise a shield action, giving <coughs> you a plus one circumstance bonus to AC until the start of your next turn, but it doesn't require a hand to use. Okay, so it, it, it is an action then. So, I think so. Um, you throw up a shield? Yeah. And that happens. Okay. Um, okay. And then I'm just waiting for him to turn. Okay. Um, so you are now trying to hide around the side, correct? Yes. Uh, can you roll a stealth check for me, please? Yes. Eight. Eight. <laughs> okay. Uh, he starts fighting up, uh, the crowd. And it seems as if when he first got into the crowd, he might have been a little bit, um... He may have been a little bit caught off guard by the situation. Yeah. Because as you watch, he's moving expertly directly towards you. Um, and seems to be even... He stepped to the side to get into the other press of people and is now using them uh, to help him move. Okay. Um, which doubles his speed. Oh. Uh, as he gets around the edge, he very clearly sees you. Uh, he breaks through the group of people. Uh... You guys are now very close together. His sword is no longer out. Oh. Um, it's back on his back on his uh, his back. It seems like he sheathed it when he got into the crowd, but he's still holding the knife. And he goes, or he's still holding a short sword. And he goes, "Are you sure you want to do this right here, Sariel?" Hmm. Oh man, let me see what this um. I really want to cast Scorching Blast, but I really don't want to hurt people. Um, let me see. Okay, so we I would like to cast Chill Touch on him instead. Um, so that is a touch spell. Um, and it is a fortitude saving throw. Yep. Uh, do you want to hide the fact that you are throwing spells around right now? Mm. Do I remember enough about the culture? We'll say. Okay. No, and, you don't. Okay. So then I will, yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Uh, fortitude save. That's a 16. Okay, so I need to figure out what my... Um, okay, so 16 matches. Okay. 
that means he beats it. So that he beats it. So, um, bum, 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 bum. I think because it's a cantrip, it's probably saber suck. Just checking. Target. Do, 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 do. Okay, saving throw fortitude. I, I'm assuming that's just what that means. It doesn't say anything about half damage. So, yeah, I think okay. he just saves. Okay. So I will use the rest. Um, uh, I read, use... read the exact language. Like, I think sure. he doesn't get the effect of it. I think he still takes damage. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's touch, one living or undead creature, fortitude saving throw, siphoning negative energy into yourself. Your hand radiates uh, a pale darkness. Your touch weakens... The living and disorients undead, possibly even causing them to flee. The effect depends on whether the target is living or undead. Living creature, the spell deals negative damage equal to 1d4 plus your spellcasting modifier. The target attempts, attempts a basic fortitude save, but is also enfeebled one for one round on a critical failure. Okay. So, yeah, you, you would not do damage on that. Though. Okay. So, I will take the extra action and yep. get further away okay yeah uh fortunately in uh 2e you not everyone can do an attack of opportunity so you can yeah, move, <laughs> yeah you can move half of your movement which way do you want to go toward the library okay that would mean well, going directly past him Oh, okay. Gotcha. So... Which you can do. No, no, no. Um, so I, um... Where are the fewest people? There are people There's everywhere. Just, we're just, like, big time in... in yeah. yeah. Are, Which is what are, I wanted. You are in the intersection of two major streets. Yeah. So... I will just continue... Just away. The direct... Directly the direction away from me. Okay. I can go. Uh, you turn around and go in the other direction. Um, you use your movement. You're at half movement. Mm -hmm. uh, you can make another uh, society roll to okay. see if you can move better, but if you do worse, you have to take that roll. Okay. It's your choice. I liked my first roll. Okay. I'll keep it. <laughs> um, so you have half movement. Uh, you start moving away from him. As you do, he catches up to you, and he is going to uh, first catch you, and with the second action, he's going to attempt to grapple you. So roll an athletics check. Okay. Okay. Nine. He catches you around the, uh, around your neck and around your uh, waist, mm -hmm. and he is going to do a performance, uh, he'll do a deception check. No, he's going to do performance. He's trying to make it look like a hug. <laughs> Effective hugger. Roll the 22. Oh, um, very so effective up, hugging. He comes up behind you and almost lovingly grabs you, uh, holding you as if you were his partner. Mm -hmm. However, you feel the iron in yeah. that grip. Yeah. And he whispers down to you, We are in a crowded street here, Isario. I can change my face whenever I want. So if we fight here, the guards are going to come. They're going to come for you. But I'll be someone else. So if you want to hang for disturbing the peace, 
can do that. Or you can come with me like a good girl. You, you are right. You're right. Let's go. Okay. Uh, are you trying to deceive him? I am. I am gonna go with him. Okay. Um, I'm. As I go, I'm going to prepare to break. Look him. for a way yeah. out. So roll deception if you're trying to put him off his guard. Uh, he's going to hold his actions for you to. Well, I'm actually, he can't. Planning he can hold on one following action. him until it's a safer space for the people around because it's a fair point. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's not all the way. It's not all the way alive, but I'm not planning on going peacefully, but I'm going. At some point when you were running, he seems to have caught the uh, vial, the imp had. The imp is no longer on your shoulder. He's just gone. Oh, okay. Um, he flew off sometime in the chase. Oh, okay. Uh, he is going to put the vial, which, as you watch, pops out of his hand mm-hmm. into his hand. And say, drink this. And I'll just say, fat chance, and I'll try and kick him in the balls. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, as that's happening, um, all of a sudden out of the sky, Mm -hmm. the imp pops right on his face. My orders are to help! My orders are to help! My orders are to help! Brennosaurio! Um, so, roll a unarmed attack with a plus five uh, circumstantial bonus. Okay. So, okay. So that will be... You can also, if you, you can also do a, if you don't want to attack, you can also do a, um, athletics check to break the, uh, break the grapple. grapple um, which would also... Be with the plus five, but you wouldn't be hitting him in the balls, you wouldn't be causing damage. Okay. Um, I will. Oh gosh. Um, I'm, I think it would be better for him to be the equivalent to prone if I can, so we're gonna try and go for the damage. Okay. I try to kick him. And so I will roll. Okay, so that's. I think I get a plus three. Unarmed right attack? To, yeah, Are you unarmed. proficient with it? Um, As a witch? Probably not. So maybe not? So it would, it would just add your um, your strength to it, I believe. She's strong. Okay, cool. Yeah, she's strong. Um, so that's going to be a 19. Yeah. Um, it is a cold shot. I'm just fine. Um, you hit him in the nuts for all your damage. Okay, so that's a d4? Uh, I believe or... unarmed is 1d4... Plus your strength. Plus your strength. Okay. Minus two, I believe. Okay. Okay, so it'll be three. That's just a one, so it's a four. Okay. The lowest you can do on the dice is one. So you're basically rolling a 1d2. You just roll the one. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's it's a four. Gotcha. Uh, So you deal four damage to him. Uh, There's a way to... There we go. I love this program. Anyone looking to play... Uh, <laughs> anyone looking to play uh, Pathfinder 2E Pathbuilder 2E we're not sponsoring it but it's amazing true yes um, okay so 
you hit him in the nuts. Uh, he's going to roll an athletics check to try and hold on to you. Since you didn't actually break it, so I'm going to make him re-roll it. Um, what is your fortitude? I guess. No. We'll just, we'll just roll it. Okay. Actually, what's your strength? Plus three. So my... No, what, what's the, the actual strength number. score? 16. 16. Okay. And yes, I understand this isn't how you do it. Come at me. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, so he gets hit in the nuts and lets go. And he starts slapping at the uh, the imp to try and get him away. Yeah. Um, and you are now free. Okay. Then... Um, but people are now looking at you as well. Yeah. And... I will just bolt. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, okay if he follows me. I just need to get some space. Where are you trying to go? Um, I'm trying to... The plan changed with the imp. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Which is a good thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will, I will move through... You know what? I think I'm actually inclined to go back where we came. Okay. So you're going to head back. You're going to head back to the... Uh, place yeah you're still half movement so yeah. he now has to lose a turn to get his bearings back but you are only able to move 30 feet he's going to be able to catch you again do you want to try and ro roll again or just let him catch you and fight the grapple i'll try and roll okay yeah go ahead and roll you have to be 20 yeah i, do, I don't think i do so that's uh what safe again uh that would be society or, that's the society yeah that's not gonna do it that's gonna be a 14 okay yeah um in my games, uh, we do do, you get one inspo, which is a 1d8 okay. per game, plus you get one for every time you roll a nat 20, so you currently have two. Two! If you I want would to love use to use that, yes. Okay. <laughs> so roll, it's a d8? Roll a d8, yep. Okay. Five. Right. So that's a 19, 19. so not, still does not, do still it. Does not okay, make so, it. Okay, uh, so your, your movement is still only halved. Yeah. Um, so you get 30 feet away. You were just around the corner. Um, actually, no, you went back. Mm -hmm. So you guys are going to be 30 feet down. Uh, you're moving with people this way. So I'm actually going to say that you are not impeded by it. You get your full motion, but you get a double. Um, okay. That does get you back to the alley, but not into it. Okay. Um, he fights off the imp, uh, and we're going to see if the imp survives that. Okay. Okay. Um, you see him charging towards you. Uh, at this point, you're starting here. As guards around you are blowing whistles. Breaking the peace! They're breaking the peace! Um, and you see people and uh for this part of the city uh they're wearing black scale male black helmets with large plumes on them mm. all of them moving towards you um he catches up to you and i want to make an athletics check because he is going to try and keep you in the street because the guards help him okay roll an athletics check Nice. So that's going to be uh, 23. You successfully duck into uh, the alleyway. He ducks after you, um, and he is now going to, out of his back, draw his long sword. And he's only a short sword. Your short sword in the other hand. Um, so is the imp okay? 
Uh, you don't know that. Okay. You didn't see what happened. So if the if the imp dies, does my does the magic go away? No. Okay. Which is keep their magic, and the familiars come back the next day. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, there are things like First time if you witch. had if you had let your familiar be sacrificed that turn, mm-hmm. I would have not made you lose it necessarily, but you would have had to pull some shit to get it back. Okay, fair. As it stands, it's still alive out there somewhere. Um, yeah. And the reason I would have done that is because it would have been a powerful magical figure blocking the reincarnation. Okay. Um, but. That didn't happen. So, uh, so. the uh, the gentleman who you knew as Gasari, and whose face is now starting to twist as you're watching. Yeah. Um, it's his his skin tone is darkening. Um, there's a scar forming on one side. His hair color is short. His hair is shortening and starting to change to like a dusty brown. Okay. Um, and he is going to take his last action, take a swing at you with his longsword. Okay. That is a ten to hit. That will not hit. Okay. Uh, it's your turn. Okay. Um, so I will cast Scorching Blast. Okay. Um, so for that. Uh, you evoke a mass of fire into the air around your outstretched fist. For the remainder of your turn, you can blast targets within 30 feet with this fire by spending a single action, which has the attack and concentrate traits. Okay, so it takes one action to activate, and then yeah. you can take two more. Okay. Okay. So I will roll to hit. Yep. And... Your second one will be with a minus five. Okay. Okay, so that. So, what is the. To hit for that guy? Okay, so it should say on the spell. Can I see the thing? Yeah, totally. It should. Okay, so. Okay. Right down there. Okay. Yeah. So that is going to be And this is why we session zero. Yeah. Yeah. Attack and concentrate traits. Okay. Uh your spell attack DC should be on here somewhere, sorry. Yeah, I know. It's good. I yeah, that's why I was a little bit confused oh, no, too. No, I no, think no, no, no. maybe something so the DC is sixteen. It's your class DC. But um, Bonus to hit. I'm not so sure. Where is another attack spell? Oh, chill touch. Chill touch. But that's a save. That's all I've got. Yep. Okay. Um. Why don't we say your attack modifier for your as a witch is intelligence? We're gonna call you trained, so it's gonna be a plus what three, I think. Yeah. So I have plus three for the for the for end. Okay. Um. So, yeah, so add a plus six. Okay. So we're rolling at a plus six. Okay. Thank you. It's going to be a 12. That's so frustrating. That does not hit on the first turn. Uh, okay, but the I get another one. The next one is going to be a plus one. Plus, okay. 
Okay, so does a 16 hit? It does. Yes! Oh, no, it doesn't. No! Jake, no! (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right, so that's your turn. He is going to step up to you and go, It didn't need to be like this, it's so real. Swings. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to have a nice life enjoying the company of a famous person and... I would have basically been at your beck and call for whatever you wanted. Next swing. Miss. But no. You decided that you just had to go out and try and be a hero again. You could have enjoyed your life for once with no memories of the things you did. Why are you doing this? Third hit. So, just so people that are not familiar with two he knows, know what's going on here uh basically the way it works is you get a your full attack bonus and then you get minus five and then you get minus ten um and uh he just rolled a 17 which would hit asario but that's with a minus five so it doesn't so all three hits swing and miss he's a little worked up <laughs> he's upset. he thought he was gonna have a cushy life he was ready he <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> okay, so um, I'll try that. Try that again. Can is that yep. is that something I can do? Okay. So you're gonna cool. recast it. So recast that, that was a level it. one spell. How many level one spells do you have? I believe I get two. Okay, this is your second casting of a level one spell. Yes. Um, we're gonna roll for the guards first. You are having some trouble. That's probably for the best. <laughs> okay, so I cast it, and then I have Natty Twenty. Yes. Okay. Yes, yes, so give yes. yourself give yourself an inspo, uh, okay. and you're gonna double your your attack die. Fabulous. Okay, those will be my inspirations. Die over here. Okay, so it will be uh. Two D eight fire damage and should have had a D eight six and seven. Wow. Okay. Excellent. So that's gonna be uh, twenty six fire damage. How do you see this guy going down? The blaze of glory. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe his like it, maybe it has something to do with the um, the way his flesh changes yeah. and sort of starts to sputter and melt. Okay, so you hit him with your fire blast, and this guy has been well. He keeps calling you the famous Asario. Yeah. For a second, you remember being that. You remember the power you used to wield. You get a flash of adventuring with five other people. Mm-hmm. And you're someone else who was around a lot. And you remember the power of that. The godlike power of that. Mm. And you fire your blast. And all of a sudden, like a torch going up in the sky, he goes up. And he starts to scream in pain. Um... As he does, uh, his face, this, this perfect, like, washboard abs, 
uh, perfectly sculpted legs, perfectly sculpted face that begin to change. All of a sudden, his hair goes away, and he just begins to almost as if the the skin is melting off of him because very in a very real way it is. Yeah. Uh, as the flesh slows off, and you begin to see uh, the face of a creature that. In the back of your head, there's a niggle in the back of your head for you remembering what this thing is. Uh, roll a um, roll a society check for me. Okay. All right, seventeen. The face of a changeling. Okay. All right. Okay. Is in front of you, and as he burns, all of a sudden the imp flies around the corner and just smashes into the back of this guy. Ripping something out of his body. Uh, the imp falls to the ground. He is burnt and broken and barely hanging on to life. And he clutched, and his whole body is just clutched around this book. Oh. So I'll I'll go up and I'll try and save the book from the fire. It's already out of the or fire. It's, it's all good for that. Yeah, okay. That's fire. a relief, at least. Yeah. <laughs> Because I've done that before in this character. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I'll kneel down to the imp. And... um, You know what? Oh no, I can't do that. Poor guy, I already used my my level one spells. Yep, you can attempt a medicine thing on him. Yeah, I'll try to stabilize him. Yep. So, okay. So, plus... Seven. So, it's a seven. A seven? Yeah. Okay. Not very good. Um, As the imp lays on the ground, it goes, (laughs) I can't believe I got to help out the famous Asario. It was such a good time. (sighs) won't make going back to the house so bad. Thank you. You were very strong, little imp. He goes, I appreciate your help. I, I hope I get to remember this and see you again someday, but, but hopefully not, you know, trying to kill you. And then... Liam goes. I'm sorry your story had to end. Uh... As the imp goes, he does something with his hands, and there's a puff of energy that mm-hmm. comes off this, the book, and all of a sudden it just bursts open, and there's Frederick. Yay! Um, <laughs> My buddy! <laughs> he he uh, pops out, and he does Frederick's roar. Which is not really a roar, because he's a very small dragon. It's more like a cat's... <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Um, just looking around him, uh, and he sees the, the fire, and he looks back at you, and looks back at the fire, and goes... And he looks around again, and goes... Uh, a word comes to you, uh, which is... And it brings to mind, uh, as he says, it brings to mind uh, massive. I said that wrong. We'll get that right next time. <laughs> That's um, all right. It brings to mind massive buildings, um, 
and lots of people, as if it were the name of a city. Okay. I'm just happy you're back. He, he looks around, and he hears the whistles. He goes, you hear? And he says this out loud this time. Gods! We should go. Run aside! Go, 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 go! You he starts coming. flying off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he starts flying off in a direction. Okay. I will follow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the guards continue to... Um, the guards continue to chase after you, and as you and uh, Frederick start flying off, or start running away, um, the first guards make it to the entrance of the alley, and are blocked mm. by the towering inferno that once was Gusari. Um, <laughs> as, uh, as you guys run down the alleyway, a couple of the guards uh, take out hooks and literally just pull the fire into the road. Uh, very much not caring that they're burning people when they do. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then they take off down the alley. Now we are in a chase. The way okay. this is going to work is you are going to get three rolls. You are going to hit a, the plaza at next, and it's going to be your ability to navigate the people versus the guards. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, so roll your first society check. Okay. So I can add those points. What did you call them? The D8? Inspiration. If the you inspiration. Want to, yeah. I, so I can add that after? Or no, does it need, have to be before? You can. You need to say you're going to use it on the roll beforehand. Okay, I want to. Sorry. You can. You can use it after. It's like a bardic. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I will roll. Nineteen plus three society. Okay. For a twenty-two. Uh, so you immediately hit the. Uh, you immediately hit the. Um, also, on these on these rolls, give yourself a plus two uh, circumstantial bonus from your uh, familiar leading the way. Oh, cool. Uh, he's going to be taking eight action. Helpful old guy. Yep. Um, so, uh, Frederick starts flying through the crowd. You start following him. The guards uh, hit that wall of people and slow right down. Um, you now have a 30-foot lead on the guards. Awesome. So, uh, now I go again? Yep. Okay. All right. So, that'll be a... 17, 19. 19. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, the guards uh, are fighting through the crowd now. They're beginning to make a little bit more of a uh, space, uh, but you are able to keep your gap. The space. Okay. Yeah. And then one more? Yep. Okay. All right. Can I, I would like to use my inspo yep. on this little seven here. For a two. <laughs> okay, so... That'll be 14 total. Oh, gosh. Yes. Yes. Okay. We love the natty one. <laughs> As the guards get into the plaza, you notice that I'm running to a group of people that are not dressed with the same coloring schemes that they are. Hmm. You seem to be people that aren't necessarily from the area around the, uh, the library. Okay. And the guards start trying to push through. And immediately they start to fight. Oh, damn. Um, as this is happening, you make your way into the library. Perfect. Okay. Um, sitting there is a young girl that you saw before. She stands up and goes, oh, Thank God, Asariel. Um, where, where'd that guy go? He's gone. Oh, Frederick. Yeah. He's back. We should probably go, though. She goes, Okay. 
And she stands up and turns to her library. All right, you going to do your thing? My thing? Yeah, your thing. My thing is running right now, darling. She goes, yeah, with the library and the books? We really need to go, sweetheart. There's there's guards coming. Um, I did some something not you, so great. You, but we can go through the books, right? Go through the books. Um, as she says this, Frederick tries to put something in your mind, um, but whatever was done to it to make you forget, it can't get there. Okay. And finally, Frederick says it loud. It's not going to work. Meadow, get her to the shifts. Okay. Um, and Meadow's like, what? Uh, all right. Um, I get, I get, let's go, I guess. And she takes off uh, out into the, um, the street. You see that the guards are still fighting with that group as you run. Uh, but several more, or another group has joined and is starting to pursue you. Um, you guys run, uh, through the uh, through the crowds, you're gonna make one more society check to see okay. if you can get away cleanly. Inspo <laughs> on my six. Come on! Oh my goodness! All right, so that's gonna be twelve. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> oh gosh. Uh, so you get away cleanly. Yeah. <laughs> um. For the record, the excellent was based on his die roll. Yeah. <laughs> Not mine. The, the guard just, just rolled the guy the just rolled a natural one and a two. Uh, however, that was not a critical success. So you are still being chased. Yeah. Just, you have gotten pretty far away from them. Uh, as you guys run, you guys start you go from this this part of the city that the the buildings are like walls and they're huge. Yeah. Um, and they're all very well maintained. There's colors everywhere. Everyone looks very well put together. And you start making your way into areas where things are a little bit more dingy. They're not as clean. Uh, people are actively keeping this up. And the people that live here, they're still mostly dressed in similar clothing grouped together, mm -hmm. but shabbier. It's not as uniform-like. Um, People seem to be moving with less purpose here. As you get farther and farther uh, towards the shining band of light in the sky, um, Meadow seems to be leading you through an area that is not quite so well trodden. Um, you get you catch glimpses uh, to the side of a major street uh, that is uh, actually. Um, Heading into the the ships as well, uh, but Meadow is taking you down some lesser ones until eventually uh, you're right below the shine, um, and Meadow is staying next to you and going, "All right, well we're in the ships. Where where's Toma?" I still don't know, darling. I still don't remember. Roll deception. Deception. Do I know? You know you killed her. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's so sad. Man. Rolled a four. Fucking four. My deception is plus four. So <laughs> an eight. Not very good. Oh. 
bad. He's 16 for you. She is. Oh, girl. This girl was one of your apprentices. Yeah. She's very good at reading people. She looks at you and goes, Why won't you tell me where Toma is? You know. I can tell. Sorry, what's going on? She, she's gone, darling. Yes. What do you mean, gone? She, she's dead. No. Toma, no. You said Toma was the strongest witch you've seen in three generations. She's not dead. That's a lie. Wait, where is she? Was she on a secret mission or something? It's, it's that, right? She's on a secret mission. And I'll kneel down next to her. I'll just say, you knew I was lying. Am I lying now? She begins. At first, she'll just stare at you. And then, to hyperventilate, as tears start to form at the sides of her cheeks, she goes, how, how did... Isara, how did you let her die? She was your apprentice. You were supposed to protect her. You said you'd always protect us. That's why we live with you. I'll try. I'll see if she's open to me giving her a hug and, and holding her. Okay, I'm going to have you roll a diplomacy check with a minus four modifier to it. Okay. So it's whatever your bonus is, plus so, the thing minus four. Straight up seven, then. Seven. As you reach for her, she just scrambles back. And as she does, you hear um, Frederick rumble in your mind. We have to go, Isario. As soon as I figure out everything, I will tell you. She shakes her head and says, Why did you let us down, Isario? How could you let us down? You hear her start to cry as she runs back into the city. She'll be alright. I say that to Frederick. Frederick kind of sends back a non-committal, like a mental shrug, as if he doesn't want to say anything. We've got to go. Mm-hmm. He thinks to you, have a destination, Isario. Do you remember where, what we were doing before? I don't, but why not go home? We can't do that. Well, what do you remember? I do not remember as much as I should some fell magic there that must have affected me. But I remember that we had to kill Toma. I remember there was a reason. And when Meadow goes back, well, she should have already found the bodies, so someone must have cleaned them up. But if someone cleaned up our home, we can't go back there. So where do we go? remember a man who might be able to help us. He owns a bar in the shifts in Sin. Do you remember Sin? Uh, as he says the name, you remember that Sin is the big city, the city where all roads lead. Mm. I do. 
his inner shifts. It changes what neighborhood it's in, regularly, but you, you go there lost, you will find it. It's called the Lost Sark. So I guess we must just wander until we find it. All right, then. All right. Lead the way. You begin wandering uh, through the, the streets. And as you wander, um, things change strikingly. There's generally people around. Um, in places where you are in areas that are kind of empty, where you're the only one, everything looks a little bit fuzzy. And there's a slight fog always around you. You start to feel a little bit stretched and as if you're not there. In, in your weakened mental state, you sometimes feel like you just sit down and disappear. And when you get to those places, Frederick always urges you on and gets you out of there. The architecture changes from uh, the daub and stone buildings uh, of the city you were in to um, big, long, wooden constructions uh, with parts built off the sides of them to walking through what feels to be the side of a mountain with, like, stepped houses on it. Uh, you walk into a space that feels as if you're walking through a jungle or somewhere tropical with... Uh, you know, like mud and thatch constructions. Um, and eventually, you find a fairly busy spot. It's well lit. It's now full night. Um, and as you approach, there's a big sign. And in lieu of words, there are just hundreds of single socks of different colors, styles, um, some of them are fancy, some of them have holes in them, just pinned to the side. People are going in and out. Uh, people walking in tend to look confused and lost. Uh, some of them, you, as you watch, they are um, almost not there. And people leave, seem to leave with some purpose, some direction. Roll in a cult check. Okay. Oof. Big oof. Nothing. All right. Okay. Oh, it's a plus six, too. That sucks. Okay. Yep. So, uh, as you wander in uh, through these people, you do feel a little bit cold mm-hmm. as some of them walk by you. Um, you enter the door, and you're immediately hit by a raucous amount of sound. People just kind of talking. Uh, there is a band playing that's made up of a goblin... Uh, a fairy and two trolls uh, just rocking out uh, in the corner. People are dancing. Uh, there's a long bar and there is one man working it, uh, just shooting back and forth. And as you approach the bar, uh, he immediately looks up and goes, Ha! Asario! It's been a minute. How are you, darling? I've seen better days. Yes. Ha! Huh. Huh. Well, you... 
didn't come to me on purpose. Well, you kind of did, I guess. Interesting. Do you remember my name? No. How did you know I had forgotten? I know a lot of things, dear. Well, unfortunately, I can't tell you it. Not for free. Um, even though you've been a good friend of mine. As he's saying this, uh, his body is like splitting. And suddenly, there's like a projection of him helping someone else over here talking to him. There's a projection cool. of him over here helping someone else. Yeah. Uh, and every place he goes, people who look confused or depressed or sad or lost suddenly look like they feel better and their spine straightened. And they seem to get a sense of purpose. I'm gonna have you roll a religion check. Okay. Four. Okay. Oh <laughs> my um, gosh! I want to know things die. <laughs> uh, I have spoken. I know. You're um, just like I want to tell you, but I cannot. <laughs> the uh, as he talks to you, uh, you begin to feel more of yourself than, and you don't really know what this means because you don't know what yourself is right now. Mm-hmm. But you begin to feel more itself and more at home in your skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, he looks at you and goes, Interesting. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Asario. I can't help you much right now. Uh, okay. Why? Well, they're not all here yet. Who? You'll see soon. You're the first one. You're going to look for the crying man and the boy alright I guess can I have a drink till then of course you can stay as long as you like he uh, puts a big smile on his face and he sets a drink down in front of you and you didn't know it was your favorite drink until he put it in front of you but as he does you remember immediately what did he put in front of you I think she's a whiskey girl. Okay. <laughs> he puts a tumbler of whiskey and he reaches into a cabinet. And he puts a tumbler down, he reaches into a cabinet, pulls out a bottle that is half full and very dusty. He reads it and goes, hmm, it's not even from this plane. He sets it down in front of you and he says, it's going to be a bit. Enjoy yourself. You know it's time. And just like that, the sound of the tavern just absorbs you. And you almost go into a trance-like state as you sit there and sip your whiskey. Uh, Frederick wraps around your neck and falls asleep. And you're just kind of embraced by the warmth of this place. And that's where we're going to end our session. All right. Gonna get spicy. You've been listening to Risk and Reputation, a sea of stars story. The sea of stars and all properties therein are the sole property of Andy Lou's media and may not be reproduced for commercial purposes without our expressed written consent.
We'd like to give a shout out to Sirenscape, whose sound effects were used in this episode. Sirenscape is a great way to improve your role-playing experience. Please check them out at Sirenscape.com, linked in our bio. All music in this episode was scored and produced by Basement Guy and Katrina Sheets. Finally, we'd like to thank our cast, Katrina Sheets, as Isariel. And Basement Guy, as everyone else. It has been a pleasure leading you through the Sea of Stars, even though, you know, you didn't really pay me back for it. I mean, money and all that, but you know what I mean. But anyway, get off my bridge. It's the sea Spin our stories till they're told.